What's your policy on leather jackets, by the way? It's showtime, blue, blue, blue. It's showtime, blue, blue, blue. Showtime, blue, blue, blue. It's showtime, blue, blue, blue. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. You're right. They did the old nasty bit. I like that What's more white trash? Eating a 7-Eleven hot dog, and I'm guilty as charged of it. Wait a minute. For dinner on a Friday night, like, I'm just going to get food at 7-Eleven. Or actually going and sitting in de- at Denny's and having a meal, and not just breakfast. Like, wait, hold like on. Six p.m. What uh, What was the antithesis to wearing a uh, Make America Great hat again? Oh, <laughs> what's more white trash? Make America Great Again hat, or one of those like T-shirts that's like pizza oh, slut? Right. Yes, you never. <laughs> oh, you never answered. ADHD strikes again. Oh my gosh. Tweet us at the podcast at the underscore podcast. Oh shit. Tell us to shut the fuck up. Suck. Frangible. Let me tell you something. Be on board for that potato salad. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Yeah. That damn oh, shit. Oh. so fucking loud. Loud. Man, <laughs> I feel it in my dick. It hurts me. I, I can't hear you, man. You speak up. I'm down oh at Sweetwater right now. They're just doing the Bloomin' Onion special. Hey, Timmy, oh give gosh. me two more. Oh, Sweetwater. Oh I, like how, I like how Sweetwater obviously is stealing Outback's uh, Bloomin' Onion. I was just going to say. The regular thieves Thievery. of Ooh, regular, regular king of the cuisine. Ooh, regular, regular duke of drink. Ooh, regular fan of the fair, bar fair that is. Ooh, sweet water, maestro of meals. Ooh, I just shit my pants from going, ooh. Ooh, regular, a regular grungy grub place. Oh, regular grab your groceries because it's gritty in here. Oh, regular, a regular cock of the cookery. Yes, cock of the walk, cock of the cookery. Oh, regular, a regular vixen of the victuals. Oh, regular, a regular goat of the goodies. So if you're still listening. Oh, regular, a regular snippet of snacks. Oh, regular, a regular president of pasta. Regular, regular snickerdoodle of of snatches. Oh, another, another, um, another uh, 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 rock and roll saute of ratios of rations. Oh, I am a prince of provisions. Oh, I'm having a stroke. Call nine one one. Oh, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't clicked over to Pete Holmes's podcast by now, I'd like to do a fine You're... update. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, before we kick off here, uh, oh, regular teller. Now, for some reason, um, <laughs> the bullshit. Because we miss each other so many times, apologizing in shows. Uh, yeah, yeah, especially me. No one seems to catch me apologize. I uh, catch me inside. I always, yeah, I always catch it afterwards. So instead of finding each other um, for missing. 
we're just going to continue to get fined if someone picks it up off the air when they listen back to it. Because oh, uh, so, is that part of the Dewey laws? Yeah, that's another Dewey law that we're going to add in here. Um, so here are, the, here are the fine totals right now as it stands. The last show that I listened to where you, Biscardi, and I were all on. I believe it was Biscardi Goes to Washington. Yes, yes, Mr. Biscardi Goes to Washington, classic. Is it me or does Biscardi hate everywhere he goes? Hates it. Hates it. Hey, guys, where are you? I'm in heaven right now. How are you? Ah, the stew is a little cold. A lot of of long lines. A lot of long lines. A lot of judgment. It's like everyone who died pretty much ever is up here. Um, Right now, Biscardi has 14 fines. He he accrued three in the last show. Um, I am at 18, and you are still at 32, holding steady. Oh, I thought it was more. I'm, I'll, I'll take 32 bucks yeah. being shelled out to, you still to whatever got, charity. Uh, the rest of the year? Yeah. Yeah, we still have um, about another five months yeah, left right. of the fiscal Gregorian calendar. <laughs> Certainly the, uh, the Augustan uh, method of, of time measurement. There's quick, still about five quick, moon quick tri- quick left. Quick yeah. trivia. Sorry, oh, yeah. I, just stomped, I just stomped all over whatever the hell you were just doing there. Who invented the calendar? Augustus Caesar. There you go. Oh, wow. I'm impressed. Thank you. Because you would think Useless fact would know that. Useless fact Nobody does. Right, exactly. All right. Yeah, so what's going on, man? Tweet us. The underscore podcast. So the cat Tweet is us. out of the bag. We will be oh on Roku coming October 17th to the pl- planet... Cannabis Entertainment Network's Roku channel. Well, if that's not a perfect fit, then I don't know what is. <laughs> we enjoy the blaze. Um, John especially. That's R-O-K-U. R-O-K-U. Roku. Uh, I, these guys have been under the radar forever, and now they're, they're blowing up. Because, like Netflix, they were there at the beginning. Yeah, they were there. They were kind of the guy at the party waiting to talk to the hot girl after the other guys get too drunk and like she's kind of getting bored with them because they blew all their like conversational loads early on and it's getting late and then they come out of the corner they're like hey been here the whole time and guess what i'm fresh with programming what's up and it's like yeah they're the yeah right that's right they're not cougars waiting they are fucking tigers they are tigers uh, i'm honored to have anything to do to do with them Oh, yeah, me too, man. I'm really excited, too. Subscription. So I guess what they're going to do is start airing the video episodes that we start filming in August. So uh, it'll gonna, be like a... Who's going to film this? Who's going to be uh, in charge of, you know, harboring? I'm going to see if they can give hosting. us some uh, some advice on, like, the best thing to do. Some space. To some hold money, maybe, videos. to, like, get some equipment and things right. like that. Because that's going to... Can... That's going to crash our little computers after, like, two shows. After two shows. I think we'll have to host it. They'll host it, obviously. We'll send in the episodes and be done with it. Hmm. But uh, I'll get us all the details to have all the, the legal beagles look over it to make sure Scotty's not getting fucked to do appearances in, like, South Ghana. That's not even a fucking country. You know? By the way, as part of your agreement, Mr. Hassinger, you need to go to Ethiopia and lick the flies off of children to show that your appreciation. You will be headed into the dead center of the Republic of the Dominican of Republic of Congo, <laughs> naked. 
Nick That's Clark. Fine. fine, sign me up. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to Abu Dhabi. I don't Dude. know where it is. I don't know what I'm doing. But I think they're going to host it. And what I'm thinking is, and we'll we'll dick this over in the next few weeks, but when Howard Stern did the show in E! and they would they'd filmed it, and uh, it'd be like that. I think we'll just have multiple cameras, and they'll just switch back to who's ever talking at the time. And then they'll like switch to all three of us and things like that. So I think, it, I think it'll be good. Yeah. Genius, Lloyd. It's pure it's genius. Simple. I think once people see us and we put more of an effort into what we're, we do visually, uh, that's just kind of... That would be a whole new beast. By the way, I was listening to the last show several times. Still listen to it. And uh, phenomenal editing job, man. It's really, really good. <laughs> you can tell there's a lot of care and ease in sexual things. You know what it is, dude? It's becoming, um, oh. it's becoming something that I... I like hearing back so much that I have to be in the right mind. I can't like try to force oh. it and edit it during work yeah. or something like that. So it's almost like when we yeah, do right. a podcast, I do two because I have to take oh. another two hours and sit down and I can't move. Um, oh. really, I'm happy that you recognize that it, it's, it's good not easy. And it sounds fun, and I think that's what our show is. Our show is like a, a version of Howard Stern, just a little less, uh, you know, um, gaggy. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's more throw, straightforward throw with the chat. Ladies' butts. Like, we're not into the whole exposing women thing. Right. And he's, he, you can't really even do that anymore anyway. No. I mean, you can in certain circuits. If it's like they're in on it, oh, but that's, uh, even that's if it. a woman would come on our show and do a like blowjob demonstration, I'd be like, "What are we? How? Why are we going to do that? That's then we're a different show if we do that." Right, it's a completely different ballgame. Yeah. By the way, we have hot sauce coming on the show yes. this week, and uh, it's Friday the Thirteenth week, man. It's like becoming a little bit of a holiday for you and I. We watch those films, you know, when we were when we were kids to see if there were any boobs in there. There of you course. go. You got you got it on in the back. Yeah, I think it's the remake, the one that was made in like two thousand nine. I need to rewatch that. I think I maybe watched it once. I don't know if I ever finished it. I mean, I, what do you think about those movies now when you watch them again? Is it nostalgic for you? I mean, you, even then we knew they were cheesy. They were never scary. Like, oh my gosh, Jason's gonna get me. I don't know. Did we? Like, we were like 12 and it was like the early 90s and those movies were what like in the early 80s like did they age that much at that point i still think no. i was fucking scared and i was like yo clark just fast forward to the boobs place yeah not as it wasn't as bad some were worse than others i still think the first one is scary is the oh, scariest man. with the mother i mean and like it's just, that's just gruesome the first one the kids and the like it's just scary one, the first one my brother and I watched for the first time together and we were locked in every second, mainly because we were like, where's Jason? Someone's grandmom's running around. Oh yeah. And then you find out that it's his mom and you're like, Whoa, Whoa. where's the guy in the hockey mask? Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you, I didn't get it either. I watched it. Cause you know, oh. we didn't watch him in order. And Wikipedia wasn't around. You can't just like Google it and be like, what's no. going on? Yeah. And, oh, and Jason didn't come till the third one. You know what I mean? And because the Friday the Thirteenth series originally was going to be like the Twilight Zone, where there's like different stories for every movie. It was like a different, like Tales from the Crypt. You know, like a different oh, right. yeah, plot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but, but then, but then they they kept with Camp Crystal Lake, 
and Jason, and then they're like, oh, this is it. Like, yeah, it was, good. it was actually amazing. If if they would have, oh, yeah. if they did it today, made it a trilogy where the Jason doesn't show up till the third movie, I mean, that's really, uh, it's another part of the show that I have to edit out because I'm, someone's going to steal that idea. Right. Know, and do it right. Do it like a, a story and not just we a have... horror slasher. We need to start writing these down and going to Roku, being like, yo, we got some ideas. And they're like, sir, it's your first year. I'm like, no, we're, we're making demands. Yeah, we're, we're, we own this place now. Yeah. Um, Where's my fucking latte? Trilogy, Jason. But speaking Dick of holds it. up, because those movies just don't hold up. But the first one, there's something about it. Yeah. It, yeah, it's creepy. It's like even though the death, the acting and like the directing, like it's it's not believable dying. Like the people right. that are like, just eyes wide open, mouth wide open, you know, one sheet of blood all over their face. Yeah. They don't even look real. But no, everything those are the but funniest. that is fucking on edge uh, film. Yeah. But speaking, Wild times. Speaking of what holds up, dude, and I know this is one of your favorites, and I always loved it, but I have a brand new appreciation for Jurassic Park. I, I was watched th- that thinking thing. you would say that, and I was hoping you would, and you did, and I, you just blew my dick. It holds up. Before one oh my gosh. Sink. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I watched sick. it. I started it. Maybe Tuesday. Uh, no, Monday night. The original? The original. Started it up. Yeah. And It's on Netflix. I'm watching it, and I'm holding Hannah. And we're watching it together at the very beginning. And dinner was ready literally as the cups are shaking. And Jeff Goldblum goes, that's a, uh, an impact surge. Uh, It's just the power. Maybe it's the power trying to come back on. Right. And so I paused it. So we have dinner. I give Hannah a bath, I give her a bottle, I put her to bed, I come back down, I restart it. I don't like pause it and never finish, and I restart it, because it was yeah. right when the T-Rex is showing up, so I'm like, well, I, I gotta, gotta watch at least it. finish that scene. Of course. And I finish, and dude, that movie would could come out today and look, I mean, the raptors are a little silly looking, like they kind of smile, and yeah. Compared to what they are making today, the special effects could just be touched up a little bit. But a little else, bit. Tremendous. For a twenty, almost a twenty-five-year-old film. The for a twenty-five-year-old film, actually, it's the twenty-fifth anniversary. That's it's uh, the CGI. I think is better than a lot of movies today because they mixed animatronics with CGI and blended them to where today it's all computers. Right. And and it, it's just such a good film, and yeah. Spielberg knew that, and uh, I mean. The amount of time. That's why the line, the line in the movie. If you remember when Dr. Grant was like, "What are you gonna do when, uh, you know, you're you'll you, you know you can't dig up dinosaurs anymore?" He's like, "I guess we'll have to adapt too." And they're like, "I guess we're out of a job." And someone goes, or Goldblum goes, uh, "Don't you mean extinct?" Was a line that was used Ooh. on the set for real because the uh, arts director, I forget his name, who worked with Spielberg for like Jaws and all these movies. Uh, was getting phased out by the CGI, and they said to him, like, what are you going to do when you don't have to create these models anymore? He's like, I guess adapt. And they're like, don't you mean go extinct? 
And Spielberg liked that line so much that he put it in the movie. Wow. And that that to me that movie is my Star Wars. I I love the Jurassic oh Park franchise. I really do. And a a part of it that's like it's almost like Ace Ventura. Like the first time I watched it when I was twelve, it was just so funny. But when right. I watched it later, there's all these lines and like double meaning phrases that you just go over your head when you're twelve. Amazing. You know now. Part There's so many of park, the whole debate over what happens if we bring these dinosaurs in, and then you realize the T or the Triceratops is sick. Then the kid says, "Hmm, this Brontosaurus must have a cold," and then they and he sneezes. So like the dinosaurs are sick because they're eating plants that don't exist anymore. Yeah, they're indigenous. Right. The whole science behind it is it's amazing. so much more interesting. And I heard that's what the new one's about. Yeah. And, and the science, that's so true. And the little things in Jurassic Park that you don't pick up on that were p- purposely put there for uh, like subliminal messaging and like foreshadowing are so oh detailed. Oh, God, man. Well, do, you, do you remember so... in the helicopter? nature that's being displayed here um, staggers me. Well, thank you, Dr. Malcolm, but I think things are a little bit different than you and I had feared. Yeah, I know. They're a lot worse. Now, wait a second. Now, we haven't even seen the part we're in the field. Donald, let him talk. There's no reason. No, no, I want to hear every viewpoint. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Don't you see the danger, uh, John, inherent uh, in what you're doing here? Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a, a kid that's found his dad's gun. It's After seeing in the beginning stuff. when Dr. Grant can't, like, put the seatbelt together so he ties it together... Yeah, 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 yeah. They were the two female ends of the uh, seatbelt, and he tied them together, which foreshadowed that female eggs could reproduce later in the movie. And it's subtle, and you would never pick that up unless you actually read that, which I did in, like, a Things You'd Missed in Jurassic Park. Oh, my gosh. But that was, like, one of those things. When, when Wayne Knight's uh, Dennis Nedry's the computer, like, okay, I'll fix it. I'll debug the systems later. Do you know what movie he's watching at the computer? Uh... He's watching Jaws. Also by Spielberg. I mean, there's just there's so many Easter egg. There's so many Easter eggs in there. It's so good. The the Newman part and the um all the stuff that Dr. Malcolm would say that wasn't sarcastic. I didn't I didn't want to. I didn't really get it when I was a kid. Right. And now I'm like everything he's saying is so true. He's like you're raping like Mother Nature. You know you're. You're forcing Mother Nature, and you, you, that's going to oh, yeah. screw everything up. When you think about it and what they were doing, exactly what you just said, when you're like a little bit older and you rewatch it, you, you realize like what they're saying and what they're doing, and you're like, that makes perfect sense. Um, it's really incredible. explaining the drops on her hand. When I'm a kid, I'm like, the danger, uh, John, inherent? Uh, in what you're doing here, genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a, a kid that's found his dad's gun. What is this? Oh, he's yeah. He's just hitting on her. But no, he's like explaining this insane scientific theory that you the can do the same theory. thing over and over, but it'll never get the same reaction. Right, or the butterfly effect, yeah, yes. like these little things. Yeah, the little things in that movie are incredible. Like, you remember John Hammond a lot says, uh, oh, spare no expense, you know? And then, but in the early... Yeah, one of the scenes in the movie when Nedry was getting the the money to steal the embryos from the the uh, not Enron the engine company. No clue. What was it? Like was as a like kid. That's another movie. Cheap. Yeah, he's like, don't be cheap. That was Hammond's problem. 
and he spared no expense except for his computer programmer, which he got at like the oh, cheapest bid. Because remember, yeah. Nedry's always like, I'm not getting paid enough. Right, later on, he's like, if but you're he, still not happy with your financial situation, maybe you should take right. it up with payroll or something like that. Yeah, you know, I don't blame people for the mistakes, but I do ask that they pay for them. Okay, thanks, Dad. You know, he, the, the, that was the whole thing that was the thorn in his side was he spared no expense except for like one of the most crucial roles in the park. <sighs> Was the guy controlling like the security systems, and he went with like the cheapest guy, the which made no sense. The slob, the biggest loser who probably lives alone, you know, yeah. doesn't eats, re- you eats could underpay him. He doesn't like even understand what he could make. He could probably make like quadruple. Eats at Pizza Rocks. I mean, like uh, total. And Sam okay. Jackson. Uh, if, if I may, um, I'll tell you the problem with the scientific power that you're that you're using here. Uh, it didn't require any discipline to attain it. You know, you read what others had done, and you and you took the next step. You didn't earn the knowledge for yourselves, so you don't take any responsibility for it. You stood on the shoulders of geniuses uh, to accomplish something as fast as you could, and before you even knew what you had, you you patented it and packaged it and slapped it on a plastic lunchbox, and now you're selling it. You want to sell it. Well... I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. It's so, like, believable. He's, it, just that movie, man. I'm, I love it. It was the acting. The acting is always what dates movies for me because actors are maybe just the way that they're shot because it was an insane cast. Uh, Great especially, cast. Um, Keep going. What's her name? The 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 wife, the female, the lead female role. I'm drawing a blank. She was in Star Wars. Laura Dern. She's so good because she's at first she kind of like tremendous. Like falls for it and is like, oh, I'm gonna stay with the Triceratops and you know work on her instead of going like, yo, this is all wrong. We have to get the fuck out of here and this needs to be shut down immediately. Like yeah, right. Jeff Goldblum's character, he was right right away. Like, he knew right away it was a bad idea. You know? I'm here to, you're here to defend me against these characters, and all I have on my side is the blood-sucking lawyer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They're here. Ah! Kids! Um, but it's such a good flick, Jurassic Park, and I, it's just so nostalgic. I think I saw, I saw that with you, actually, this, the summer it came out. We saw it down in Ocean City. Yes, Jersey Shore. Yeah, we watched that. It was good. Forrest Gump uh, and Jurassic Park. It's so good, man. I'm a big fan. I think I'm going to watch that again. They're all on uh, Netflix right now streaming. Yeah. I watched one and two. Um, thinking about watching three and four and then seeing five down uh, the shore. If, uh, yeah, that's the way to do it. Betty three three I actually like better than the second one, which a lot of people don't. But I do like three because they show more of the like island itself and like the buildings are abandoned. It's kind of more sad. It's more intimate like the first one, but the second one was just too much going on like all the time. And I like the second one. I like all of them, but the second one to me was, it was a lot like, it was a commitment in front of you. Third one is more like intimate. It was more like the first one. I agree. Uh, The third one was a better movie. Um, The second one, man, the second time watching it, or I've watched it a bunch of times, but rewatching it now, yeah, back to back right after the first one. It's like everything that happened in the first one that was dramatic 
was in the second one, only like <laughs> bigger and crazier. So like Dr. Grant and the kid are in the tree, right? Or in, in the car that's in the tree and they have to climb out and climb down the tree and the car is falling. You know, that whole thing with the T-Rex yeah. afterwards. Um, in the second one, the, they have the baby T-Rex in that like giant, like double, you know, oh, yeah. camper thing. And then the mom and dad come, T-Rex, come to get the baby. And they're smashing the the RV lab back and forth. And then they push it off a cliff. And it's hanging halfway off a cliff. And they're on right. a rope. And Vince Vaughn's making wisecracks. And for some reason, Goldblum goes and saves Vince Vaughn's girl when she's laying on the glass. But anyway, it's just like what happened in yeah, the right. first one, only bigger. It's a carbon copy of it, like Home Alone 2. Right. You know, they just had to make yeah. it bigger. So let's put it in New York instead yeah. of a house. We'll put it in the plaza instead of his home. And, exactly. and I guess they had to as well. You have warehouse instead of his right. house. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I guess they had to. I mean, like, you right, have Spielberg a... directing the greatest film, the biggest grossing film of all time. At the time, it grossed more than like, any other movie. And then they had the sequel. And they're like, well, we have to just make it, like, bigger with it's everything. It's just a cash grab until someone comes grab. out with, like, well, here's a different take. And that's what I thought the third one was. And Grant Joe was Johnson, back, yeah. Third one was cool. Grant was back. The third one was cool because they had the Triceratops. They had, like, the birds in there, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh, right. The Pterodactyl, which isn't even a dinosaur. Right, yeah, the the, the pterodactyl. I, I, I read this thing where there's all these mistakes in Jurassic Park where like oh, yeah, certain dinosaurs didn't live together. There was like the Triassic period, the right, Jurassic yeah. period, and they were Cretaceous. The, the Lophosaurus, and Cretaceous, the Dewey Decimal System. Because people say uh, there's Brachiosaurus and Brontosaurus. I was like, is that just two names for the same guy? No, it's like similar but from different ages Welcome yeah. to the dinosaur hour and then one welcome to the welcome to cutting edge radio Twins yeah, right. that fossilized oh my yeah. yeah the, the brachiosaur it like, wasn't called the brontosaurus until recently or something and then they changed the name because they found another oh. species they, it was all over the place oh. that one. it's like a dolphin and a porpoise we need a paleontologist on the show next time and but then we're bored of the subject at the time because we have adhd and they're like so the Triassic period, I'm like, no, let's talk about your wife's tits. And she, they're like, I, right, sir, I thought we were oh going to talk gosh. about fossils. And I'm like, all right, all right. We're, we're over the, the dinosaur thing. But anyway, uh, tweet us at the underscore Stop. podcast. John, I put together a little thing, one of your favorite uh, slices of cake in the world. A little list here of would you rather. Strawberry I know, I know you like to stroke the stroganoff of uh, conversational lines. And I want to get your dick on a few questions I have. Some burning questions that the world is feasting on. And that's, would you rather have the adult version of this food or the kid version of this food? Being a 36-year-old man like yourself, I am um, 37. What does that mean? I'd like to uh, find out. Okay, so the kid version. I'll give you an example. Right. You could have macaroni and cheese. Right. Or you could have the lobster macaroni and cheese which would be served at some of the finer restaurants you might frequent down there in, in Star Island first of all <laughs> lobster is the most is it's like the biggest gag of all time because first of all it's a bug second of all it tastes like nothing 
We just no. glob it I in agree. butter. And the texture and the butter and it all kind of goes together. Yeah. But we like trick ourselves into thinking it's a delicacy. It's a gigantic it's not a delicacy. bug that crawls on the floor of the sea. You could season some popcorn and moisten it a little bit and be like, it's lobster. And they'll be like, it's really good Alaskan lobster. And be like, yes, it is. Lobster, I agree with you. I, not, Do you I, really? I don't like this. I don't dislike lobster anything, but it is right. so overrated. Yeah, people think they're like, ooh, lobster. surf and turf. I'm like, well, they actually are turf and turf. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's it's they're just crustaceans. Yeah, and um, I want to turn down lobster. If someone's like, "There's a lot some lobster here you want," so I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take a little bit," but I'm not like, "Oh, babe, babe, there's some lobster. I got I got a nice lobster feast tonight." And I nobody actually like, likes lobster. I just th- no, yeah, I think everyone's pretending. It's it's just like uh, people who think they like soccer. Exactly. No one they likes just want to like the idea. No one can be enjoying. Two goals in 90 minutes. No, no. It's boring. It's There's, a boring sport. It's for people who have heart attacks early. I, I want to like lob, uh, lobster. I want to like soccer too. I want to like a lobster playing soccer, but I want to like soccer because people in LA, a lot of the people I come up with that are usually of the Hispanic descent, of course. like f- friends I see and things like that, are like, hey, Mateo, are you watching the game? I'm yeah. like, no, but I wish I had this common ground with you. I just don't care about like the game. And I've tried to watch... World Cups, I won't lie to you. I think the last time I actually watched like full World Cup game, it was 2004 or 2002. And I really, really tried to get into it. I was in France. The World Cup was on. And I really, it was like the French crowd. And I tried to really get into it. And I just, it wasn't sticking. I was like, I can't like this. It's like me pretending to like the opera. Although I do like some operas. It's like the ballet. It's like, I just, I can't get into this. I appreciate the arts. I like theatrical performances and talent. This is not, me and this are never going to click. Right. I'm like, every soccer match that I've ever sat through the entirety of, because there's been a few. Um, yeah, you're a gentleman. I, I, I feel like no one's, <laughs> no one's really watching it. It's just kind of on. And unless, <laughs> unless you're in Mexico, because I spent a week in Mexico City during the World that's, Cup. That's crazy you were there at Mexico City. Like, I, why there? It's so funny. I was. I met a girl on a cruise. And oh, there you I, go. I flew to Mexico City, one of the most dangerous locations on planet Earth. <laughs> murder capital, 35 million people and crime everywhere. There's a kidnapping every, like, minute. Yeah, it's wild. I swear to you, imagine the m- most traffic you've ever been in. In Los Angeles, it's the most you can ever imagine, right? Uh, oh, my gosh. Imagine every single radio tuned to the gosh. exact same station, oh my gosh. all listening to Mexico getting crushed by Germany. Ooh. Deutschland. I stood out like a sore dick. But yeah, and you're German. You're a German king, man. The efficiency was not flowing that week. We beat their asses like three to nothing, and I like walked in the door, and their dad, her dad, is like, I didn't. Oh, she was Mexican, Russian, Mexican. Yes. Oh, nice. Her dad spoke pretty fluent English. Her mom did not speak anything, all Spanish. No, Portuguese. Oh, Portuguese. Yeah. See. Ghetto man. That's crazy, man. Yeah, soccer is like. Can't get into it. Soccer games are like the guy that comes to a party with like a movie he wants to watch and he puts it on. Yeah, right. And you're like, yeah, I'll humor you and like check out a scene, but I'm committed to like my this party, which in 
and uh, my micro uh, cosmic like is is like my life. I'm kind of gonna do things I want to do, like talk to these people over here and drink and go outside and have a cig, maybe jump in the pool. But uh, you have this movie on. I guess I'll like sit down for a minute while I finish the sandwich, but then I'm gonna get up and go away because it's not interesting. I'm not gonna like watch your movie. Dude, I I was something just jumped in my head when I have guests here. Uh, and the only person I can really think of is my mom, but I know someone you'll be sitting at, sitting here and you're all sitting by the television, but you're all like socializing and talking. Right. And someone will like ask, can you put on something that requires attention? Like a yeah. movie? Can you, or... can you please put on, um, can you please put on Schindler's List? Yeah. <laughs> I went, oh, yeah, I guess we can commit to three and a half hours of tears. Oh, I, I, I think, uh, I think the Ten Commandments are on TBS. Yeah, oh, with TBS. commercials. That's ten yeah. hours. That's oh. Hey, is uh, is the artist on the Academy Award-winning silent film that we have to watch the subtitles to? You with actually have to watch on. it. You can't turn away. Yeah, I guess here's some headphones. They're from the airline, so somebody I else is smashed in them. I'm like, are people? throwing that out there because they don't want to socialize with me and they'd yes. rather just sit in silence and watch a movie because if That's so, what it is. they can go do that in another room. Yeah, they're bored and they're right. like, can you put on this film? It happens at every, there's no way around it. It happens at everything. Like, and, and it's usually, and I respect this and I love this and I welcome it with a, with a hard dick. If you're at one of those <laughs> oh things my gosh. and somebody goes, it's usually oh Joe, it's usually Joe Saglebin oh at a family event that Joe. goes, Hey, can you put on the Yankees game? And I go, I don't like the Yankees, but I'm going to fucking put on the baseball game and drink beers because that's better than like you saying, hey, can you put on, you know, the news or something like that? If you want to like change the subject with the sports game, sports you can leave on as ambience, right. check out the score and talk right. and then look right. at it and talk. And, yep. Oh, look at that. And that's it. You it's get the it. ultimate social straw of television sports. It, it certainly is. It's the Stir. ultimate condom of pre-gaming. Ooh. It's the ultimate just the tip. But really, just the tip. We're not going to go the full way because we're not committing to it tonight. That's next week at your parents' lake house. It's just kind of wild. You're not ovulating. You're not ovulating. You're not on the rank. Who are we talking about? But isn't that true, though? The sports, you get away with that. Joe Saglabetti. Would he come on this show? I think he'd come on the show. We should ask him to come on and plug his electric company. He's like an electrician. He'd be like, Joe, we want to talk to you about, about nuts and bolts. And he's like, that is nothing. To, that's hardware, Matt. I'll be like... He would come on, man. He's a good dude. You you remember Joe. He's a I good known, guy. I think I've known Joe longer than I've known you. Yeah. Uh, you, like, since like first grade. There uh, we go. Hot sister. <laughs> Hot sister Carla. Oh, she was so nice. Smoking. She was like the nicest human. I mean, this is like second grade. But I just remember yeah. her being the only person who wasn't mean in second grade. Yeah, always nice. Still nice. Um, yeah, let's have him on the show and yeah. it, and ask him like science Little questions. Like Joe, did you do you need a PhD in electromagnetism to uh, have your own electrical company? No, Joe. What, well, what is a neutron? What is the pH balance of a neutron of the electromagnetic field? But he starts answering them like spinning around. He's like, "Well, that's the volt three eight sixty point two x kg." So I'm like. Well, yes, yes, of course. Just checking up. And, uh, if if you turn this part of the socket with the screwdriver, you can enter the quantum realm. 
with the quantum what? I'm like oh I, I and I do it and I disappear Try somebody else dies in the show yeah I'm back in 1993 Jurassic Park's playing I'm like I'm okay with this I'm okay with this yeah really. Clark right you know what the problem with time travel movies is too hmm. think about this I've always it thought about exist. this it doesn't exist because somebody would come back from the future if it did and we would we see already know. people think that's alien sightings UFOs they think they're future people that's a theory I don't buy into, but it could be true. But here's the problem with time travel. If it did exist, and you went back, like, hey, back to the future, I can go back and make myself rich. What would you do about knowing about the tsunami and 9-11 and all the bad shit? Would you try to change it, or would you just let it happen? I don't want that on my conscience. I don't want to go back and be like, well, I know 9-11 is going to happen in 10, 14 years. I better stop it, or else it's on me. No, don't want it. Don't right, want anything to do with it. And, like, how would you stop it? Like call the White House and tell them, guess what? Yeah, I'm I guess from so. the future, a plane, actually two planes, are going to fly into our most important buildings tomorrow, hijacked by terrorists. You right, better, what would you And do? then two other ones. You better stop them. And yeah. then I'd be okay, in sir. a rubber room in a straitjacket. It reminds me of that Family Guy episode where Brian goes back in the future and some guy picks a fight with him, and he's like, I'll fight you anytime, anywhere. He's like, okay, on top of the World Trade Center, September 11th, 10 o'clock a.m., South Tower, I will be there. He's like, I will be there. He's like, great, I'll meet you there. And I was like, ruthless. That's a great joke. Because you know Seth MacFarlane should have died in 9-11, so he has a lot of that humor in his show. What do you mean? He was supposed to be on one of the planes that, that crashed the World Trade Center, and he got drunk and, and got hung, he was hung over, and he missed his flight. And he tried to get on the flight. He went to the airport. He's like, I got to get on this plane. He was a plane to L.A. And he, they're like, no, you missed it. They, they shut the door. And he's oh, like, my and they, God. And, he, and the plane, yeah, the plane was the one that was hit the towers. I mean, it's crazy. That is, I I, there's a lot of good heavy, stories, right? but I can't believe I've never heard that one. That's heavy, man. And, and that was in 2001. Heavy. That's because That's before family got its, like, resurrection. Yeah, that was be the in between phases when like they were on the Adult Fox, Swim, or, Adult Swim, and then yeah. they before they went to Fox, Cartoon they were like Network. canceled. They were Fox then, canceled, Cartoon Network reruns, and then the the reruns got ratings so high they came back in like two thousand five or six. And it's and like, like, yeah, to almost twenty years now. It's wild. Dominic. Crazy. You want to take a quick break and come back with this adult? Versus children quiz. Adult versus children. Oh Whose dick is bigger, this three-year-old or this 30-year-old? Clark, you're being investigated. Yeah, I know. Let's do this quiz. All right. You want to take a quick break? You want to just plow into it? Uh, Prompt date. We, it's up to you, what man. The, I don't need, oh I don't, my gosh. I don't need anything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I think we should take a quick, quick two minutes. Then two minutes. Uh, send, send us off. Snap us. At the underscore podcast for all of you listening out there on Podbean, Snapchat, <laughs> Snapchat, you're not listening on Snapchat, Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes, we shall return abbreviatedly after this. Wait, so a, a sensei saw him washing dishes and it looked like he'd be good at... He was good with his hands, I yeah, I guess he... He was taking the sponge and going wax on, wax off. And uh, like, sand the floor. Throwing the plates sand off. Sand the floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wax on, wax off, wax on, wax off. Yeah! <laughs> 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 
Always in the so good. It's gold. Always in the wax on. Wax on. Hey! Dude, I wasn't recording that whole time. All right, that's all right. I got, I got it lined up again. We're gonna start dicking Fire it back up. I'm right. I need more anyway. It was really good. Uh, Luke and Butch, by the way. Luke and Bush. Luke and Butch. <laughs> Luke and Bush. Um, I want to just uh, do a rundown of the last ten. All right, go ahead. The revolutionary force in sports entertainment. If the Bushwhackers theme was the theme song to Super Mario Brothers and the original Nintendo, that game would be the only game ever made. If, imagine if instead of do 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 Deciding on whether we wanted mac and cheese or mac and lobster, mac and cheese and lob- lobster mac and cheese. Then we talked about <laughs> how lobster, people who like lobster, like people who like soccer. And then we talked about Joe Saglin Benny, then science questions, then time travel, then stopping bad things from happening, 9-11, Seth MacFarlane, the family guy. <laughs> and that's the beauty of the show. Right. Is we can go down a wormhole of... Do you like lobster mac and cheese or regular mac and cheese? And then we're talking about planes crashing in in two minutes. I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, Because when you said, all right, you want to take a break and then we'll get back to this game, I was like, oh, my God, we actually started the game and haven't even really started. It's the beauty of the show. Unbridled enthusiasm. That was my answer, mac and cheese. I would have picked the mac and cheese as well. Uh, the game we're playing, listeners, is the adult version or the kid version. Would you rather have? And these are food items. Uh, and the the um, example that we used was mac and cheese or lobster mac and cheese. So now we're going to talk about Seth MacFarlane for 25 minutes and then get back to the game. Uh, John, would you rather have a, a nice cheese pizza? Your, your limo, Mr. McAllister, and one cheese pizza. Your very own cheese pizza. Your very own cheese pizza. Rob Schneider. Would you rather have a cheese pizza or a brisotto and arugula pizza with not melted mozzarella shavings on the top? And the guy next to you goes, tell me one, sir. It's more of a lunch pizza, the brisotto and arugula pizza. Hmm. Although I do really like arugula. Um... Because it's like, uh, it's, I don't even know. It's like the best thing in the world. It's, it's like so good. Better for you than anything, than like anything on the planet. You sh- everyone it's great should to just yell like when shove you, it. And when you're orgasming too, and you go, Rugula! It's, it's a great, it's a great after conversation piece. Uh, but what? plain pizza is my favorite pizza. Yeah. So I'd choose it over everything. 
Hey, go to Nats. You get a plain pizza. You can't lose. Go to it's um, great. Mama Mia's. Ooh, I like Mama Mia's. Here in Bolton. Here in Bolton oh, Beach. I like, I like Big Mama's Pizza here in L.A. They have the slice that's a half of a pizza, but it's they cut it into one slice. So you order like the slice for five bucks, but it's like three slices, but it's only one. It's huge. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Pretty oh, good. It's like a third of the pie or more. Right. It's just a... It's just an excuse to be a fat ass. You're like, I'll take one of your large slices, please. You're, like, You're just eating a half of a pie. Fold yeah. it again. And then put some tape on it. And then eat around the tape it's to like keep a, it from spilling. It's like a pizza paper airplane. <laughs> never knew how to make one. So, me neither. Really? There's you a never step, knew how to make one? There's a step there that I just don't know when or how to fold keep. it to get yeah. it. I fold like three of the four folds and I just <laughs> I just throw it real Give hard. Up. I'm with you. There's it's more like yeah, a nestle. And you're a little envious too of the kids that could. Like I can never blow bubbles with my gum. I can I never make that. an origami thing, which well, is kind of dumb anyway. But I can never do the paper airplane. I wish I could, but maybe it's God's way of saying, like, you shouldn't know how to do this because I would have abused that. Like, hey, Clark made a fleet of Luftwaffe airplanes for third grade, and they're now getting flown like 30 pieces of paper with his name on it because he didn't think that far ahead. They know who did it. In, uh, in Ant-Man and the Wasp, he's, he's been on house arrest. Yeah. He's been on house arrest since uh, Captain America's Civil War because uh, he got caught. And he's on house arrest with his daughter, so he's he learns all this weird shit like magic and <laughs> origami, and he makes all nice. these things in his daughter's room, like string hanging from the ceiling with a million little origami ducks or butterflies or whatever. Yeah, he's a craftsman. And he's I was like, if I knew how to do origami, I would take an entire book of paper and make like a zoo. Oh yeah, make you a know? menagerie. Make so a, a menagerie. I don't know how to do it. It's the name of its night show, too. Origami. Menagerie. Menagerie. I love I it. I don't know why. That's great. John, would you rather have a hot dog, good old-fashioned American hot dog, maybe a ballpark Frank, or a nice bratwurst with some spicy mustard peppered on it? Now, I have to imagine that I'm like... <sighs> You're drunk. Like, I'm drunk. I'm at a game. Yeah, it, it would depend both on how wins. hungry I am. But it would depend. Right, a hot on dog like a is a half-ass You know, like it would depend on so many different factors, and I would say it's like fifty-fifty that you get a good bratwurst. Hot dogs are pretty much like ninety-five percent, ninety-six percent. It's a good dog. It's hard to mess up a hot dog. But yeah. sometimes some bratwursts are like overcooked or undercooked. Yes. Yeah, bratwursts are tough. I mean, hot dogs, you're kind of a throwaway at them, too. You can be like, yeah, I'll take a hot dog, eat eat it, it's whatever. Yeah, a bratwurst is a bit more of a commitment. Right, yeah. And it could, it and could slow down the drinking heavily because it could be beastly. It could be beastly, and the rolls could, <laughs> could be beastly. And the rolls, can, the rolls on bratwurst are a little bit harder, too. You know what I mean? Right, they're, like a, they're like more of a bread bun. Yeah, yeah. They're like a, in between like a hoagie and a hot dog roll. Yeah, they're more filling. And yet again, I know this just reflects the Peter Pan complex, but I always go with the safe. Yeah. The safe bet is the hot dog over the brat. And you can Absolutely. do whatever you want to your hot dog. You can. If I'm at like a restaurant or something like that, 
and there's beer flowing, I'll order the bratwurst if that's sure. like an option. Oh, yeah. But a hot dog, for the most part, it's not like, you know, bratwurst are kind of one and done. That's hot dogs, you can have one and then get like a hamburger afterwards. Yeah, right. Like a hot dog at a baseball game is almost just like a hold you over snack. Uh, right. So you don't get too hammered and you don't get really hungry. That's so true. All right, you're on vacation with the wife. You guys go down to the uh, hotel restaurant overlooking the the San Domingo Harbor, and breakfast comes. Would you rather order the pancakes or the crepes? Uh, what even are what are crepes? Aren't they like thin pancakes? Yeah, they're like French pancakes. Sometimes they're filled with like right Nutella or something like that, or, or they're fruit. filled with or fruit. And I think they're great. I think they're great with Nutella. I, I would take that. Uh, I would go the extra mile because to me, pancakes are fucking nothing. They're so boring. It's like just have have a, a piece of bread. Yeah, they're uh, the lobster of breakfast. Like it's. They're great when you order them, but after that, that's tonight's show, lobster of breakfast. That is because really you good. you order them and then you're like, it sounds great, pancakes. They get there. They you sit down, you look at them, you're like. Okay, great. You put syrup on it. You take like four bites. You're like, I'm full. I'm just eating like fried dough. You know, I just, I, I batter. I'm just eating batter. Like I don't. And the stack. Nobody ever finishes that. The stack is never like perfectly flat and like it looks on the picture. They're always like slumped. You know, they're all like curved and drooping down the middle and sad and kind of hanging off each other uneven. And they're impossible to put butter on. Yeah, yeah, you can't spread the butter because it's cold by the time you got it. Now, pancakes, not a fan. When people order it, I'm like, why? Why did you just waste? Why? Just get a donut. It's, it's, they taste better. Yeah, right. And with the pancakes, if they were, yeah, right. If they were the, uh, if they looked like they did in the cartoons, they're perfectly stacked. Yeah, right. And you pour this. Yeah, right. I, then I'd order them. They come all slopped over like a bunch of guys <laughs> that were drunk at a bar all night and they fell asleep in the couch and they're like, eat me. And you're like, I don't want to. Or that a bratwurst. I don't care if it's 8 a.m. Would you rather have chicken fingers, a little honey mustard on the side, maybe some hot mustard, maybe a little barbecue sauce, or the chicken schnitzel, another German entree here on this list, with is a it, little bit of sliced lemon on the top and perhaps some arugula on the side? Is this a, a ger- uh, What is it called? Schnitzel? Schnitzel. It's like a, a fried... Oh. Chicken, but it's like oh. battered with with like lemons and things like that. It's more of a classy chicken fingers. It's kind of the same thing, but it's cooked a little bit more to preparation. If it was socially acceptable, I would eat chicken fingers any time I went out to dinner with my hand and dunk them in honey mustard oh. for every bite. Love uh, dunking them. I refer to chicken fingers as Old Faithful. Yeah, ooh, Old Faithful. Old Faithful, yeah, you... always there, even when you're, like, not feeling good, but you have to eat. Always Faithful. Chicken fingers. They always help you. Well, you can't go wrong with chicken fingers. They're like the best westerns of food. You know, you, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but you know you're going to be okay. It's like spaghetti and meatballs. Which brings me to the next one on the list. Mm-hmm. A nice chicken alfredo. With some tortellinis or some nice spaghetti meatballs, a hot plate of them. 
and they come out and there's the ratio is pretty good with the meatballs to spaghetti. You know how you get some and there's like one meatball and you're like, no, you need like four in here. So I have a um, a theory about Italian restaurants and snow. No disrespect to Italians because I think the same thing about Mexican restaurants too. It's all okay. basically the same five or six ingredients with like um, a different shape. Yes. Here and there. Yeah. You close your eyes. You don't know what you're eating. Right. Just saying, you could say anything. You're Sauce, eating the uh, fettuccine pasta. alla biscottini. You're eating the biscotto alla tante. Yeah. It's just, it's just mac and cheese. Right. Yeah. Okay, or, great. Or, so whenever Heather and I go to Italian restaurants, maybe like as a matter of principle, because I believe it to be true, spaghetti and meatballs is like my number one all time. So I, oh, get, I, like I it. get it every time. I don't get yeah. fancy schmancy Italian. I can't yeah. pronounce half we, of it. We kill the veal meatballs. in front of you, sir. <laughs> right. It, it makes sense, though. Beat the meat. We pulverize. Yeah, we watch you. We watch your wife screaming hard when we kill this thing and then saute it. No, just do spaghetti meatballs. You can't and go wrong with spaghetti meatballs. And with the cooking hammer, the chef pulverizes Pulverize. the calf. Into submission. Into oh, <laughs> I think I'll just have this. Sir, no and I do it for you in front of you while smiling and looking at you and not blinking. Okay, all right. That's a, that's a viable option. Because of your love of animals, have you ever teetered on the uh, vegetarian edge? I did. I have. Uh, but I go back to the Bible times where it's okay to eat animals. Oh, I just meant that's like, my... you know, you love animals though. I do. I do. If I could be a vegetarian, I probably would. I do like hamburgers, though. I do like chicken. Uh, and I had this, this – it was actually an argument with Claus a couple years back. He's like, well, you know, I was talking about lions and how they're killing lions and this is awful. And, you know, he's like, well, why do you eat meat? And, uh, and my argument was, well, they're not an endangered species and I'm not eating them for fun. Like, hey, I, I, I'm eating a lion. I'm, I'm the man. Look at my dick size. Right, yeah. And he's like, yeah, but it's the same thing. I'm like, it's not, though. Um, they're they're providing a service to be killed for something. I'm not saying that's right, but that's what I believe. Yeah. And he's like, "Wow, oh, it's the same thing." I'm like, yeah, it's it's actually not. But he his argument was like, "Well, you're still killing an animal, and you don't have to." Right. And I'm like, "Yeah, but they're also like not going to be wiped out in ten years if you keep killing them." Hmm. Is my mm. if if cows were endangered and they were like. Hey, by the way, the cow population is depleting, and they're gonna. I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat hamburgers. I wouldn't eat touch them. I wouldn't eat any meat at all. Right, but yeah, then that was the case. If cows were extinct, no one would eat them. Or, or they would be like the most expensive thing in the world. They would go from, you know, two bucks for two cheeseburger night at the whale's rib, <laughs> the uh, whale to like you know, forty bucks for a cheeseburger. Right. Yeah, it, it was just jump happen. up. Like the the money people will never let cows go extinct. No, you know what I'm saying. No, money won't happen. keep lions alive. See, that's where Claus is wrong. If these hunters shoot these lions non-commercially, eventually they'll just disappear because no one's keeping them alive. But like, right. You know, Greenpeace or whatever version of the wildlife land people that protect animals. Yeah. From poachers. Right. It's true. It's a good point. Wouldn't happen. Cows. By the way, they just extinct. cloned. Uh, they just cloned a rhino. Just keep them alive. Some, some company just cloned a rhino. 
oh, yeah. try to keep the species. What do you think about that? By there the way, that's the end name. of the quiz. That was the last question on there. The only question I had was a uh, a hamburger, which is funny. You brought up the well, I brought up the cow thing when you mentioned that it was going to be a hamburger on the grill with ketchup smothered on it, or I cooked you a nice London broil with some nice steamed vegetables on the side, both in the same setting. What do you do? That was a London broil. It's just a type of steak, oh. like a, a thin slice steak. of steak, the way it's cut. I would always go steak over burger because uh, steak. I take the bun off anyway because I'm, you know. Yeah, me too. Thin. Yeah, I don't. I don't want. I don't need. I don't need two slices of beefy bread yeah, to I wash down this meat yeah, with. I can't carry that. I'm a and what's, narrow man. You're a narrow man, and what's worse about that too is when you get like the drier bun. Where you're like, you just took this out of your like your pantry and threw it on there. It's not even like soft. It's right. hard, yeah. and it, like the bread is crumbing off. Like <laughs> you need to wash it down with every bite. Like every <laughs> bite, you need the the, the drink to bite ratio Cutting is like coke. three to one. Cutting you need like coke. four. Yeah. Do you have more water? Can you turn on your hose and just just point it in my turn direction so I can just lean over it? Turn on the sink and shoot it out. It's you. too much. Burgers. Um, what do I think about cloning? Yeah, what's your policy on that? Is it like playing God or something different? How is it playing God? Thanks, baby. You're the Jenga. All right, nice four-pack of Guinness. Ooh, look at that delicious nectar. Um, no, I don't think anything we do is playing God. We're just doing what we do. Well, John, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the, the, the problem with, with, your, with your analysis it's there like is, if we, is you never actually did it. If you we, took what, what others have said. Like, hey, as friends, and, and you do the next step. You didn't earn the food for yourself, so therefore you don't take responsibility. And then before you know it, you, you, you slapped it, and you have hey, Ashley and Hannah eat it, and boom, it's done. You're making burgers outside, and that's the, that's the, that's the problem. But listen, Ready, okay. 100 years ago, we invented C-sections. That was like you're playing God. Like she's supposed to come out of the vaginal canal, natural. But we're natural so everything we come up with is natural True. it doesn't matter if science is involved we're science it's all relative i agree with you i agree with you a hundred percent the only reservation i have about that is i think if you can clone whales and cheetahs and endangered species and keep them alive you should clone as many as you can but I don't think it should be a substitute for – well, then you can just go on and keep killing them and, and doing your irresponsible oh, things. No, I think no. you need to stop that too. But if no. you can save a species by cloning them, do it. But I don't think it should be like, well, we'll just clone more. Go out and kill these animals and just shoot them. I don't I think don't, you should do that. I don't think you should shoot anybody. God, why did well, – how can – I just don't know. <laughs> am, I, am I too sensitive? You know, is there too much of Betty in me where – what God bless pleasure her. do you have taking a, the life of something that had a brain and a heart and they worked right. and it was alive and it drank food and it took naps and you just ended that because your gun is powerful and you bought it's, it. You didn't make it's, it. It's like being a psychopath to me in a lot of ways. Yeah. To kill an animal? Like, uh, Why would you do that? Why would you get off on going out and killing like a living thing? Like, what what does that serve you? Mm -mm. And if it is an animal that's going extinct, and it's not because of what we're doing, because the most of the, most of them going extinct are either we're killing them by with guns or with trash, with pollution. Right. Like then, those whales. Then I don't think we should bring them back. I, if they're just naturally going away and we don't even know why. 
then what are we John, we're not talking about condors or we're not talking about an animal that was septic, that was that was going extinct by deforestation or human population. We're talking about two species that were separated by 65 million years of evolution. God chose them to be extinct. Now you're bringing them back. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You men here to come having defending against these characters. No, I got on my side. It's the blood sucking lawyer. I'm sorry. By the way, you kicked off something earlier when you posted on Instagram the Roku news. And uh, somebody you, you put hole in your butts, and someone else posted, uh, you know, you know, Same. hole on your butts. Yeah. And I said, quiet, all of you. They're approaching the Toronto paddock. I was quoting Jurassic Park in non-applicable situations for the rest of the day at work. People were actually getting annoyed. They were just like, oh, really? you know, Clark, are you going to talk about your like weekly goals or whatever? And I'm just like, quiet, all of you. They're approaching the Toronto paddock. What? What are you doing? I actually gave a speech during the meeting that I could have gotten fired for, and it was received by the CEO with applause. And I was like, boom, took the risk. The greater the risk, the higher the return. And it was great. But it was like, it was Jurassic Park things all day. It was just like, hey, Matt, can you um, SEO this page? You know, I'd love to see you have somebody else do this for what I've been for this job. I'd love to see a tribe because I'm not, you know, you know <laughs> half people don't get the references because they're all like 25. So I just look like an asshole, right. like a crazy old man. It's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't send those references. What are you writing down? A fine? Did I say I'm sorry? No, no, I'm breaking up weed over here. Yeah, um, crush that, crank that shit, slurp it up, gubba gubba gubba. I, I can't wait. Uh, in like a couple days, when I'm down the shore, I'm just gonna walk up to my brother and uh, drop the line that you added after the T-Rex thing. We have a T-Rex. We have a T-Rex. Say again. We have a T-Rex. Oh my gosh. We clocked the T-Rex. Uh, but it's great to crowbar that in after like, we have hey, to any question. Hey, how fast is that? Say again. We have a T-Rex. Go. We clocked the Tyrannosaur at 30 miles per hour. What? We have a T-Rex. Or like, what? What, if, what if someone goes, hey guys, you want to come over tonight? We have Cards Against Humanity. And we go, we have a T-Rex. We have a T-Rex. Cards Against Humanity. Isn't that isn't Cards Against the Humanity the default like let's play MASH in second grade or uh hey, let's have bad movie night? Whenever it says Cards Against Humanity, you're like, All right, I get it. Catchphrase. Remember it's like Yeah, yeah, let's play this word pass game. Play words with friends. Cats. But yeah, dude, um Many cats. It's funny. I didn't mean to derail us there. uh, I'm sorry. Fine thirty three. We have a T-Rex. Yeah, we have a uh, we have a, a new uh, uh, deck in our backyard. Oh, really? We have a T-Rex. We have a T-Rex. I just bought uh, a new a car for my wife. It's the new Honda Elantra. It's it's beautiful. Oh, that's nice. You know, we have what? We have a T-Rex. Yeah. Exactly. A, a T-Rex. A T-Rex. A T-Rex. A T-Rex. We have a T-Rex. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start just crowbarring in Jurassic Park. Well, what are your cat? So, Sheila, we're going to get married in Hawaii. Thanks for watching the cats. Any questions? Uh, when do they eat? Well, we've tested them. We've tested them at different times, thematically and systematically. The fences for weaknesses. They remember. They remember what? They remember. What? They remember. Okay, you're not really making sense with your instructions. Clever girl. Clever girl. Clever um, girl. He was a lot like uh, Dr. Ford. 
I'm Who? Here. I witness every birth of every dinosaur on this island. Dr. Ford from uh, Westworld. No. Oh, yeah. Good call. I, I and they both wore white. That was another foreshadowing Jurassic Park. Uh, John Hammond wore all white to signify, like, oh, God, like I right. created animals. I'm all right. white. Um, it's right up your alley, my friend. Well, well, yours, of course. What kind of opinions are you looking for? Well, yours, not to put too fine of a point on it. What kind of a park is this? It's right up your alley. I'll fund your dig for the further three years. Oh, where, where, where's the, where's the jet? Where's the, where's the helicopter? There. There. Du, 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 du. I bought when I bought the Jurassic Park soundtrack. It was a disappointment. Uh, now it's great because John Williams is the best. He is the best. He is of like, all time. Yeah, right. Like I don't know what they will say about him a hundred years from now. Like composers, the they'll just be like, we don't know. He just, ha- I don't know. He's, he's the basically best. the god of of orchestra. By the way, this for, is the second time this has happened. I've never met John Williams, but I do know his daughter-in-law. His daughter is married to a friend of mine, Joan. Oh, my gosh. And the second time this happened, it happened like four years ago, and then I always watched The Patriot July 4th, and John Williams composed the score. And I texted Joan, and I said, hey, just letting you know, I'm watching The Patriot again. John Williams' score always moves me. And she's like, oh, thanks. I'm going to see him later today, and I'm going to tell him you said that again. She remembered that I shamelessly crowbarred that in. And I thought, thank you. Like this man, his impact on film and the score is Spielberg's films are great. They would not be what they are without John Williams's music. Dude, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, there, he makes those movies what they are. There is no one ever. Uh, there's no one like him. Like Danny, Danny Elfman uh, is like, I, I don't even know. Just it's like comparing compare, the Beatles right, and yeah. like Kiss. Yeah, You're like, like, okay, they're good, but no. No, no, no. It was like when Babe Ruth finally broke his home, uh, set his home run record of like whatever it was, like 714. The guy in second place had 127. Yes. You know, it was yeah. like so that, much that greater. Eons. And the point was oh when gosh. I got Jurassic Park, the soundtrack, I didn't appreciate the time because I was 12. But then you listen back, and even the songs that, like just the score, the detail that he puts into that film, or what makes those movies. Like you can't ever hear, and not go back to 1993 and visualize seeing that movie again. It's the soundtrack of your, of your life. E.T. E. Yeah. It's amazing. E.T., Star Wars, Jaws, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. He's even he even did the new Star Wars like he it's like he's like a Beethoven of our time where like he was just he's built to make music that for some reason everyone loves and I had no clue he did it for the Patriot Incredible. and since I've never seen it Bashman uh, maybe I'll watch it now it's a great film and I'm surprised they got him for that too you know but it was the guy that directed yeah. Independence Day did the Patriot so it's an interesting departure from like. Will Smith and Space Aliens to the Revolutionary War. But there's still some of that same, like, you can still tell the same guy directly. A box office, A-lister, headline, smash. Right. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like it would be well. Yeah, right. Everyone would see it. So you need that grand music. You need you need to, to start. Yeah, it's amazing. By the way, happy birthday to our good friend Sean Green at the sports podcasting, uh, yeah. sports gambling podcast. That. He's so funny, man. We need to. Uh, I need to move to California. We need to get him on again. We've had him on twice before. He's due for a trifecta, yeah, I believe. We need to go on his show. We do. We need to, we need do to get like on a, like a takeover where we. we throw him from behind his desk and make him sit in the chair and you and I take over. It needs and, to happen. And, and kind of, that would be funny. And he's like, no, let's talk about uh, Joel and Beat and what's going on. I'm like, actually, we're talking about what would you rather have, diarrhea or syphilis? And he's like, it's not the show's format, sirs. And his, I'm like, it's not ours either. Oh my gosh. His, um, his thank you to everyone for wishing him a happy <laughs> birthday was like... It was almost as sweet as when Nick Foles, you know, <laughs> defeated Tom Brady's old ass or something oh, like that. Brady. I love how he's an Eagles fan. Yeah, oh, it's great. And his name, name. Yeah. You want to do quick scores here? Oh, I need some in my life. I've been thinking about it all day. The chummy. Actually, people who harvest hops and barley <laughs> are tied with the... Are, are, ooh are tied in the middle of the 11th uh, in Miami versus the... And now... And now... Sports with John, John. Masculine, almost shark-like fish. What is the hops and barley, though? I'm all over. I'm trying to get my. Brewers. Oh. <laughs> 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 Fucking A. Sorry to interrupt. That's a fine. fine. That's great. Fine. Very good. Catching it. Oh, fine. Clark. By the way, John, your hair looks great. All gayness aside, it's very uh, thick. I, cool. It's so. It's not what it looks like. It's just the camera angle. It's my, great. My, I need a haircut so bad. It's like a mess. You're going to get a cut before the shore? I have to, but Heather's like, she's like gone all day tomorrow, so I'll be working with the baby all day tomorrow. Well, no, it, just in the afternoon. We have a nanny who comes on Thursdays. The is her name's Consuela. Please tell me it's a Cuban name. I wish. Her name oh. is uh, Pam. Oh, she's from Queens. Okay. The people who play sports are beating the. I don't know. Cool word for the hip version of uh, the word astronaut. The athletics and the the spaceman. Seven to three, top of the ninth, two outs. Athletics. The snakes over the mountains. No, lose. Oh my gosh, I read that wrong. The mountains are destroying the snakes, nineteen to two. Oh my gosh. Bottom six. Oh my god! Really, nineteen oh points in six innings. 19, the Rockies are 19. beating the uh, the Diamondbacks. Nineteen runs. That's crazy. That's a lopsided score. <laughs> the Fishmen are leading the Wings. Three nothing. The Angels are being. Or losing to the what was it, winged fishmen? No, just the fishmen. The Mariners. Right. All right. 
the people who are trying to not get hit by things are <laughs> tied with the Spanish Stupid fathers. Name. The Dodgers beating the Padres. Wait, the Padres are beating the Dodgers? Tied. Are they playing a Peco field? Yeah. It's a beautiful Peco stadium. Field. Uh, beautiful. The, Top three. the beams of sunshine are <laughs> victors over Ooh, the jungle Detroit. cats. Ah, Detroit. Four to two. Ooh, regular, uh, regular black leopard. Ooh, regular feline philidiatus. Sounds like I'm peeing. I'm not. I'm just filling up water. John's pissing on his keyboard. The, swa <laughs> the swashbucklers. <laughs> the buccaneers have, have defeated the. I don't know. Uh, uh what? country's capitals. Oh yes, the uh, the Patriots. Of baseball. Yeah, I don't know what other. Yeah, that's, that's a dumb name, the Nationals. Worst. Expos. It's like the second worst next to the Phillies. Yeah. Expos. What even is an expo? Like expose? Yeah, I don't like that at all. Love that hat, though. When you washed it with hot water and fit it on like a glove. Peace, peace, peace. The monarch <laughs> has been defeated by the two lookalikes. <laughs> the monarch? Yeah, I don't know. The yeah, mon the monarchy. Oh, the royals. <laughs> by, the two, by the twins. <laughs> by the two conjoins. <laughs> the conjoiners. The, uh, the royal fam. The, the aristocracy. The... What? The engorged men have defeated the baby bears. The Cubs have lost to the engorged men. Engorged swollen, men? Swollen men. I am striking out. S stilted men. The large men, the giant men, the giants. Oh, the giants. <laughs> and gorgeous. <laughs> and gorgeous. I was thinking of somebody stuck in like a gorge. Like, get me out of here. And gorge. Like, like oh. Oh, yeah. I'm, try <laughs> I'm trying to get as like obscure as possible. No, it's good. All right. We, we, you want to continue through the rest of oh, the yeah. week here? We got like six more games. Please. Right. The, uh, the, fuck, what's the term? The ranch hand lost to Rangers. the to the crimson foot covers. Oh, the Red Sox beat the Rangers. I like it. Good for them. <laughs> so Good bad. for them. They're, they're number one. They're great. Uh, Yankee doodle over the Orange Birds nine nothing. The Yankees beat the uh, Orioles. The Native Americans nineteen. Indians. 19 again? Brother Love, 4. Yeah. Uh, ninth they beat the Phillies, yeah. No. Oh. Brother Love. Bro Brother Love? Yeah. Remember Philadelphia. 
No, remember Brother Love, WWF? He had that oh. red, red face. Yeah. What's the team, though? The Reds. It's oh. <laughs> fucking good. Brother Love. Uh, the... I think the female horses were defeated by the crappiest team in baseball. Three nothing. The in, female horses? In Queens. The uh the mares? The male horses. Oh. Phillies. Isn't that what it is? Isn't that what a, a Philly Isn't that a horse? Oh, no. I don't know. All I remember about the word Philly is my sister had a friend named Cat Reynolds who got really hot after high school, and I was like, oh, Cat Reynolds. I wouldn't mind having to go with that Philly. She'd be like, Matthew, stop it. I don't know what the word meant, but I think it is like a horse. I think you're right. Yeah, it also means girl, like uh, in Dumb and Dumber. What happened, Harris? Some little Philly break your heart? Oh, yeah, there you go. No, it was a girl. (laughs) (laughs) The... Oh, debauchery. The squatting <laughs> tribesmen so. over the Azul uh, <laughs> Birdies. The Blue Jays lost to the squatting tribesmen? Yeah. I don't know why squatting. Tribesmen? Yeah. All right, it's not the Indians, so it's going to be the... Uh... Ah, the Braves. The, ah, the teepee the sitting firewater breathers. There you go. And finally, the pale toe covers over the <laughs> crimson-winged ones. White socks over the cards. Or nothing, and that. I just come in your mouth. And I meant to. Where's my cigarettes? Oh my god. It's disgusting. That's so inappropriate. Tweet us. We just got thrown off Roku. I was literally just thinking that when you said that. I was like, does somebody from Roku or that? I'd be like, you're done. I just came in your mouth. Who are these idiots? What are we doing? You know, it's cool. Randomly, uh, during their screensaver, and this is genius, there's little advertisements for for shows where you can just press play on the remote and it'll play (laughs) automatically through Roku. I like that. I also like the fact that I used the term come in your mouth like it was an accident. Like, well, why else would it be there if that wasn't the point? It's funny. Right. That's Like, I'm sorry. Like, oh, how how dare I do that? Like, she should be ready. Twitter. Snap us and dick. Yeah, let's go from The gentleman in charge of colloquialisms, alliterations, and diatribes of the National Baseball League, Jonathan Ashner, to the man in charge of trying to guess where he left his white socks earlier today and crying when he can't find them, Matthew Clark. Thank you so much for listening to the Podcastles Nerd 35. Good night, everybody. Roku. And Godspeed. Trust the process, sweet McCombs. And... 
really an extension of Queens, and it's not that nice, uh, and it's overcrowded. And again, it's just too busy. It looks, it just looks like your typical urban setting that, but you're not in the center of town. Everything um, is overcrowded now. Anything yes. worth a damn yes. is overcrowded, yes. and so now nothing worth is worth a damn. I read that. Bingo. It. It's my new obsession. Uh-huh. 